0: Well, hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Eat Local New York podcast. I'm your host Anthony Tringale, and in this week's episode, I'm sitting down and talking with Damian and Chris from Brazen Cafe. Well, I don't know if you've heard about Brazen Cafe before. We were out there. I was out there a few weeks back and did a video on them. They just joined the Eat Local New York card. So I stopped out there to check them out, had some delicious food. If you our Syracuse.com subscriber, then, then, you know, Charlie Miller wrote about them recently. And, yeah, so they're located up on, um, I don't know if it's Irving or which street it is, but they're across from Krauss Hospital, and they're in, like, the professional and the doctor's building, doctor's office building across the street from Krause, and uh, that little uh, restaurant kind of counter space in there. Uh, Joe's to Go used to be there years ago. And so now these guys have got a place in there, and they're doing a, a good job. It's really phenomenal food. Um, they're producing some exceptional, high quality food, what I would consider high quality food, out of this small, really takeout only spot. And it's just really, really interesting to see um, what different you know people uh, do in different spaces in the restaurant industry. And these guys are doing something you know that definitely has not been done in that space before. And uh, anyway, so. I invited him to be on the podcast, and we recorded this a few weeks back late on a, a week night. I think it was a Monday night, maybe. Um, got into a few bottles of bourbon and, and uh, just had a great time chatting with him. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation. Um, you know, the world of food has changed, I think. I think it's changed. I try to keep an eye on on what's happening more so in like other parts of the state than I do in Syracuse. Obviously, we're, I'm based here in Syracuse, we're eat local New York, so I cover the entire state. And this this year especially, I've traveled more than I ever 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 have. I've been from Buffalo to Rochester and everywhere in between. Um, they're in Syracuse and Auburn and New York city and Sackett's Harbor and Utica getting to go out to Binghamton here next week and going to be making my way up to Watertown shortly after that. So I've been, I've traveled all across the state this year, making content about restaurants and getting restaurants to join the eat local card. And I definitely do not have a, a sense of what the scene is like in every single city I would say I, I have a pretty solid understanding of what's going on in Syracuse. No clue what's happening in New York City. I don't think anybody does A little bit in Buffalo and not so much in Rochester. Um, and that's just because there's, like, more food influencers that I follow in Buffalo than there are in Rochester. Rochester doesn't really have a great scene for, you know, food influencers or people talking about the restaurant scene that that uh, that like, Keep you apprised of what's new and what's opening. Buffalo has a great, has a couple of great uh, publications and Instagram accounts that do that, so it's easy to kind of get a sense for it. But one thing I've I've noticed about the the scene here in Syracuse that's changing a bit, and that is I'm seeing a lot more people start restaurants start talking about their deals. I mean, the discounts that are flowing from these restaurants, not all of them, but I'm starting to see it little by little. And, you know, obviously we know it's wildly expensive to operate a restaurant nowadays. I mean, between labor costs and, and rent increases and food increases, um, you know, food cost increases, it's just, it's been absolutely crazy, um, you know, the, over the past couple of years to operate a restaurant. And so we've seen menu prices climb and climb and climb and climb, and justifiably so. You know, some were raising their prices astronomically, before they were before they should have but i'd say for the most part just about every restaurant now has gotten on board of like raising their menu prices 10 15 20% from what they were back 2 or 3 years ago and now i think what we're starting to see cuz i you know i see a lot of people on on online talking about when i say online i mean instagram here in like the central new york area and i'm talking like non industry people i'm talking like the everyday public seeing them talk about how expensive food is nowadays. And so with that, I'm seeing a lot of restaurants start talking about specials that they're offering and discounts and, and, and trying to encourage people to come in based on a lowered price for their product. You know, in marketing and advertising, I was always told like a discount is basically what you, what you offer your customers when your food or your service sucks, um, you know, if you've got a strong brand, you've got a strong product, you really shouldn't have to offer a discount. I remember hearing that. I've heard that a few times in the marketing and advertising world. And I've always tried to hold true to that to a certain extent, like working for customers and, they you know, doing social media for people. I, I very rarely, if ever, suggest that they offer discounts or start doing like a Wine Wednesday or anything like that. Like, I suggest, like, hey, create a strong brand, have a great product, have exceptional service, and and people are going to come in and pay whatever the price is. But I don't know if that, if that matters in a recession. We're not there yet. I know I've been talking about this for four years. I remember having the first conversation with a restaurant owner about a recession, and that was Big Mike from IBU. And I asked him, like, hey, what are you doing to prepare for it? That was four years ago. We still really haven't hit it because of COVID and some other things, but... You know, people have been talking about it now for a while, and I I have zero understanding of the financial economic world other than the fact that I know that things are getting wildly expensive and on every, 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 every front, and that I'm starting to see and hear more of the general public talk about how expensive things are. I mean, as a consumer myself, I can tell you my wife and I get pizza every Friday, and we live on the north side. And it's getting too expensive to get pizza. I mean, we ordered a um, uh, a large, three-topping pizza from a place two weeks ago. It was thirty bucks. And we this past week I ordered a medium, two-topping pizza and wings. And it was thirty-nine dollars at the tip. So it's just getting stupid expensive out there. So we're gonna start making. I'm gonna go back to my COVID roots when I was trying to teach myself how to make great pizza at home. And I'm going to start making pizza at home for a little bit to just to you know it's like I did the math we're spending like 3 grand a year on pizza delivery it's just crazy so uh yeah so things are getting things are getting expensive out there and people are starting to offer discounts if you're a restaurant owner listening to this I'm curious what your opinion is shoot me an email anthonyeatlocalnewyork.com let me know what you think about that do you notice your customers are or, or, starting to talk or, or mention or reference or complain about pricing? Do you think that you're going to be lowering your prices anytime soon in order to try and get customers to come back in or more of them to show up to your restaurant? Let me know what your thoughts are. And maybe you want to come on the podcast and talk about it. Let me know. Anthony at york.com And New York is spelled out. Well, I want to talk about our sponsors. And listen, if you're a business and you're if you're a restaurant owner, food service operator, and you're looking for ways to save money and still get exceptional service and exceptional product and work with a family-owned and operated business, well, I have good news for you. Brown Carbonic is that company. Um, They offer such a wide array of products and, uh, and, and services that your business, your restaurant, your food service operation needs. I want to talk specifically about the nitrogen and CO2 that they offer for your draft beer systems, for craft breweries. So many of the big ones here in Syracuse use them. I also want to talk about Challenger Cola, great alternative to Coke and Pepsi. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure when, if you know, if you got into business and you're like, all right, I'm going to open a restaurant, I want to support local when I do so. Um, what are the companies that I just can't buy a local option from? Well, Coke is obviously one of them. Soda is obviously one of them. Well, no you're wrong. You can you can work with Brown Carbonic because you know they have this wonderful product, Challenger Cola, that they offer craft soda, craft beverages available uh, for food service operations. Exceptional product. My favorite root beer in the world, Shucks Root Beer. So definitely reach out to them at 315-454-3591. Again, Brown Carbonic. Use their Challenger Cola product and let them know you heard about them right here on the Eat Local New York podcast. Well, Listen, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. It's my conversation with Chris and Damien from Brazen Cafe.
1: And Circling back to the Rochester thing, I mean, I can say something about it. My wife and I took our kids to this little like mini getaway we stayed okay. at the Strath and that kind of thing mm. we had the opportunity to go to Pizza Wizard and Velvet Belly oh, and that kind yeah. of thing if you're familiar with them like Pizza Wizard's great oh my god yeah they do a Detroit I mean they, oh, they've yeah. got a few yeah. different styles of pizza but everything they just crush it everything yeah. they do and it's yeah. like it's yeah I live for finding little places like that because mm. I usually work I'm, I'm cooking my own stuff and that kind of thing I don't get yeah. out much so when something like that falls in your lap it's yeah, I appreciate. You appreciate them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You appreciate them.
0: Yeah, Pizza Wizard's great. It's oh. like they're Detroit style. It's like a cloud. It's so like oh. airy and thick, and yeah,
1: it's really, really good. We had their pizza with like a broccoli rob and it had their tomato mm. sauce, right. and like I had some ricotta and mozzarella, pizza. and like that I'm kind of say. thing. Yeah, they, they that sounds fucking awesome. Right they now. smash <laughs> it, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. He does a good job. There's peels on wheels out there. When I want to get yeah. there. That's a cool. Um, yeah, and. Uh, I'm trying to think what other cl- like old school people. Oh, there's Doughboys that's out there. Mm-hmm. I've seen their stuff. They look really good. Well, you're
2: going to New York City, so um, yeah. going to Staten Island
0: I'll- No, I haven't. I haven't gotten out there yet. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have a good time. <laughs> yeah,
2: there's there's some really good eats out there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I kind of want to do. That's like a whole nother. Like that's another day. You know, it's like it's a like, day. It's yeah. a day, man. Yeah. Um, we uh, yeah. So we were down there in June or July of this past year, and just flew in. Like, 6 a.m., flew out at 10. Uh, we wound up getting delayed and getting stuck until the next day, which sucked. But um, uh, but still ran around and ate some really good food and, yeah. you know, uh, ate too much food. You know, went to mm-hmm. Katz's and got a pastrami at, you know, 9.30 in the morning. and Yeah.
1: Um, I, I, saw, I saw you guys yeah. go in there, and I was like, I was yeah. looking at that sandwich, and I'm like... Yeah.
2: Is that the first time you've been in there?
0: No, that was my second time going in there. Um, yeah. That was Nicole's first time, but, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Katz's is just like... It's and a whole experience. Legit, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how many New Yorkers, though, are commented or, or like DM me. They're like, you can't go to Katz's. That's like the tourist trap. I'm like, that's a pretty fucking good pastrami sandwich. I don't care if it's a
1: tourist trap. Call it what you trap. want. But like, you know what? It's, it's, it's like, delicious food. Right. You know, it's
2: like up here with wings. Right? Yeah. Someone will say, all right, you're going to go to Shifty's. You're going to go here. Yeah. No, you got to go check out this place. It's yeah. Like, I don't
0: know. Yeah. They're all getting mm-hmm. their wings frozen, 95% of them. Uh, from the same vendors. And even if they're not from the same vendor, it's still the same fucking factory. It's, sa- it's the same factory, uh, right. ultimately. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what really is different? The sauce? Okay. Yeah. You know, and there's some great sauces. And they're
2: all with Frank's, pretty
1: much. I don't yeah. know what people yeah. say. Tiny they're bit wrong. of the cooking process. I was at another place. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like some of my cooks still hate me for this. Like, we, we used to get the Mount Air Wings and Okay. And you can get them from multiple for bears, right? Yeah. But we would we'd let them air dry mm-hmm. and then we'd dry rub them. We'd smoke them for an hour, mm. finish them in the oven. So they're pretty much cooked. Oh wow! And then we allocated one fryer because they had a dry rub on them, and it decimated the, fu- yeah. the fryer. Yeah. Fryer. Um, yeah. Mm. We made our own they sauce. We didn't do buffalo wings. We have this sauce that we we still yeah. use at at the cafe. Okay. That we dressed them in, and we did like a there. We did like a yogurt sauce with cumin and citrus and mm. scallions. So. That good. Familiar, like yeah. you could recognize it, but it was like mm. its own thing. But I think some of my cooks are like. <laughs>
0: I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> pissed that they have to do it. Yeah. Or Pissed that you took. Pissed that you do it at the cafe.
1: Uh, we don't do it at the cafe now. Oh, but, okay. but the process was there. They were like, we're really, Yeah. Know, I mean, we had a we had a rolling rack yeah. full of wings, and right. we were doing it three times a week. Damn. Yeah. We were something like 120 pounds of wings.
0: Yeah. We so I was at in January and February I was at Limp Lizard in North Syracuse like running the running the restaurant for them. And um, really with them because they were kind of like, you know, I still didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But I was up there as like the manager. And that was during football season. when You mean you were in like the mix of it. Yeah. So, you know, we had 3-1 Fried inside that location. And the cook, who was the manager, quit and left and went somewhere else. And they were like, all right, what are we going to do? And for some stupid reason, I was like, I can do it. You know, I know a barbecue. I lived in Texas. I smoked there. I've smoked here. Let's nice. go. Um, you know, hey, you. it's not that difficult, right? right. And uh, um, and you know, I had a two month old at the time, so it was oh just really a, just such a stupid fucking idea.
1: How many How many kids you have?
0: We just one. He'll be a year in next uh, in two weeks. So it's a ride. Isn't yeah, it? it's fucking it's crazy. Um, but like Super Bowl Sunday, we went through thirty eight cases of wings. Oh. You know, it was just, it was a mad, because we did 50 cent wings. So it was just a
1: madhouse. At 40 pounds of pop. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've That's never, crazy. yeah. I mean, I, you know, we had, and they come in frozen, so you have to thaw them. And then, you know, we had to par cook them the night before, the morning of, and then that whole day, it was just nonstop. I mean, we literally had to do the math to say, how many wings fit in a basket? How many fryers do we have? And how many pre-orders does that mean that we can take? Yeah, you know, and yeah. we had maxed yeah. that out. Yeah, it was stupid. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of respect to people that have to fucking do that every, you know, every day or every year for Super Bowl. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. All right. So tell me, you know, about you guys. So how did you come? Like, like, how did the idea for the cafe and the location, everything like that, pop into
2: existence? How did the location? I'm gonna let Chris take the lead on that one.
1: Well. Let's, um, I showed up in the Syracuse area in, in 2017. Okay. Um, I took a job down here. We had a, we had a little one. Prior to that, um, we were up in the Adirondacks. I'd worked in some, uh, some restaurants there. Okay. I, I'd finished, um, I went to Paul Smiths. I got a culinary degree there. And um, the culinary director that took over offered me a job a year later. In the mix of it, I was doing uh, private chef work Uh, some small caterers, but mostly I worked for a family or two and I really got to like, I really got to have a great deal of, uh, yeah, of
0: course. Oh yeah. Go for it. Thank you. Thank you kindly. Yeah. Help yourself. Um, man.
1: this one, so we we were, um, this is one of my favorites. Yeah. We were doing, uh, I was doing my own thing up there and that kind of thing. And I had a really great opportunity to just play with food and, and, uh, really refine processes and, and figure out ingredients and play with things and experiment. I mean, these families were really, they were really great to me. I can't say enough good things about them. That's and awesome. then, uh, I came down to, um, a place that, uh, serves veterans at, for a, a teaching conference. So mm. I was teaching at Paul Smith's at the time and we were trying to recruit people either for, not necessarily for culinary, but you know, they have, they have a, they have an interesting scope of what they do for, for education programs. They have a business mm. program. They have a biology program. They have a forestry program. Mm. They have the culinary, oh, that damn. kind of thing. So I get down to this place, and I look around, and they're like, yeah, we're looking for a chef if you know anybody that's interested. Like, mm. I sent them my resume right there on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was there for three years and then moved over and opened up a brewery um, for, for a family that, that, uh, that picked that up. And uh, yeah. Short story long. A couple years went by and I said, I, I just, I really want to do my own thing. And yeah. Damien and I were friends at that point. And we, we looked at a, you know, we looked at a few different concepts. One was like, all right, turnkey, and we can do, we can mm. look at something else. And then a few yeah. other places like this needs a ton of work and yeah. no thanks. <laughs> um, and then this, this cafe popped up and it, it so funny I'm going to hear
2: the name cafe. We'll, go, we'll come back. To right. So I'm like, no, cafe. Like, you know,
1: Flew across the bow like three times. I'm mm. like, all right, I got to go look at it. Yeah. So I did. I did the preliminary work. And, and we, we had kind of put the idea of opening a place to bed for a little bit, right? Yeah. I don't want to speak mm. for you. But, no, you're right. We did. Um, and I went and looked at it. And I'm like, all right, it's it's in a good spot. It's, yeah. It is, It is, you know. So Damien came in and looked at it. He's like, all right, this is cool. I'm like, let's do it. Mm. Um, and that was uh, that was early July mm. And we opened mm. August 23rd. Yeah. Wow.
0: Damn. <laughs> That's fucking fast. <laughs> yeah. And so it was it was fast. It was kind
2: of like, you know, all those conversations we've had when we're sitting on the deck and yeah. we're just having cigars and bourbon. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're going to open up our own place. Another we're going to do this. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> how did you two meet? Like, how do you guys I'm know each other? a softball
2: team okay well chris cooks better than he plays softball <laughs> I'm just <gonna> say that. <laughs> i was a baseball
1: player hitting a softball is a, a, a different animal it's definitely yeah a different sure. animal. Yes. We, we actually met through the first place i worked at down here if okay. i can back it up a yeah. little bit right yeah okay so we met briefly at a party and then uh they're like you want to join a softball league i'm like yeah. well, how different can it be than baseball it's a lot different <laughs> as it turns out um and i and i set the game back 30 years like i do with <laughs> golf um i set that back 50 years um but yeah we, we yeah. you know we just kind of started hanging out and that kind of mm. thing and um, uh, Damien was always very gracious about like you know I, th- I think your food is really good. I think mm. he came up to a couple Well, of we it. would cook a
2: lot though so Chris and I would get together we'd drink bourbon, we'd have a good time and yeah and then just like mess around what do you got in the cabinet? Mm. okay so you did a dish one night 11:30 at night sausage I had and mm. I had shrimp and I had pasta, and I had sauce. And he's like, you never had shrimp and sausage together? I'm like, no, oh, man. He's like, you're going to love this. Yeah. And I think you threw some bacon or something mm. in there. Mm. It was so good. Yeah, it sounds good. I would never, like, put that combination together. And mm. we would do stuff like that. And then it became a little bit more, you know, like a guy's night out. We'd have neighbors mm. over or whatever. That's cool. And we would just put something like at 11 o'clock at night, and then mm. whatever's in the fridge, that would be the fun. hmm uh-huh. That's Nothing cool. like sometimes we would do stuff plan. Sure. But a lot of times we'd be like, what do you got? Yeah. Go at it, Chris. Let's see what we can put together. And yeah. And then I was like, wow, you know, and then you go back to like food and um yeah, like something different, but that comes like it's, it's fresh, Yeah, you know, and you're doing it fresh and there's love behind it. And it was like, okay, we'll do this. We'll do that. And it's like, here we are. Now we're kind of doing it. Mm. So you have a really a trained chef. Yeah, and we're cranking out breakfast sandwiches. Right, and people are loving the breakfast sandwiches, and there's pride behind it, you know. So we worked out that with that's awesome the rolls, the Delorios rolls, and we'll give them a shout out. They're fantastic. Yeah. yeah, they do a good job.
0: Yeah, a lot of people use Delorios around here. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all. Aw- I mean the the you know Taylor ham, you know whatever you want to call it. I forget uh, somebody uh, somebody gave me shit for. They something. call it a pork roll. Yeah, pork roll. <laughs> um, it was good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. You know, nice and crispy, really great breakfast sandwich for sure. You know, everything that yeah. day was fucking good. Thanks. You know? Thank yeah. You, man. That Thank rice you, yeah. bowl, the shakshuka, it was great. So, yeah. I mean, why are you doing Why are you doing such great food out of that small space?
1: I got to tell you. <laughs> so, you know, when I open these couple of other places for another family, and that kind of thing, you know, you got the pandemic, you got the hiring thing, you got the... Yeah. Um, for me... It's about the process with food,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? It's not, let's make this big menu. It's not, let's do this. This is a good idea. I saw this here. I saw this there. It's about the process of cooking. Yeah. Um, and I and I saw this as an opportunity. Like, it's a cafe in name only, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, we, sell, we sell great coffee there, if you don't mind me saying recess. I mean, yeah, got, I, think, yeah. I think their coffee's great. I, I love Adam. I think he's awesome. Yeah. But for me, it's about the process of cooking. Mm-hmm. And it takes time. It you just it, it just does it just takes time. I mm-hmm. mean, there's simple things you can do that you can, but it's still about the process. Yep. It, mm-hmm. it, um, hmm. We we do we get all of our own like our chuck short rib hybrid that we get our our all of our meats that we get and we cook our own turkey off. We don't buy we don't buy any of those things in. It, oh. And the reason I say that it's it's a little more work, but I think the output is exponentially better. Hmm. And it, it allowed us to do it in such a way that we could test it. Agreed. Without getting buried in financials and having right. to deal with the, um, yeah, the labor pool issue and that kind of thing, and and the, and the other piece of it, right on top of yeah. that, is that I wanted to build a culture that would invite people to come back to the industry. I think we need more service professionals, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do it in a way that we could we could prove our concept and expand from there. So that's that's why we did the cafe, and we're like, all right, but the cool thing is we can do whatever we want there. We have the space to do it. And, hmm. um, be, I don't mean physical yeah. space, but yeah. we have the, we have the space to do things and be versatile and, and have a co- good conversation
2: yeah. about it. Yeah. I think you bring up a good point. You're kind of like, okay, well this might be a little bit, I don't know if it's fancy, but it's a little bit higher end maybe for yeah. that spot. Yeah. L- labor shortage is a real deal. I yeah, mean, for everyone sure. knows that we don't really have that problem right now. Yeah. It's right. Good. There's no tables. Um, and you're putting out good food. There's, you have, the two major hospitals, you have a a major campus. So we feel like the foot traffic is really there to get them in. And now they're going to get a taste of different type of food. And going back to New Jersey, when you mentioned like not New Jersey, but going back to New York city, uh, if you go into some of these places, Mm. they're fast, right? Yeah. You go going a deli and you're like, let me get a ham and egg or let me get what they just crank it out. And that's what we're doing. Everything's fast. So Chris set up the line Mm -hmm. and then our helper, you know, Jimmy, who's been great. Everything's set up for speed because these Mm. nurses, a lot of them are nurses. Yeah. They get 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, for sure. lunch. Yeah. (coughs) They need something quick and they want something pretty good. Yeah. So it's built for that. And that's what we're really trying to, you know, head toward. And then, you know, overhead scared us both. Mm -hmm. You know, we we don't want to carry on. Yeah, for sure. 20 tables yet. Now, if they can turn into something else, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. But. Mm.
2: Yeah, so it's like right now, let's get something good, let's get something fast, and he's, yeah. he's good about um, coming up with the fried rice. So we had some rice,
1: you
2: mm-hmm. have rice left over, and then he's doing a fried rice Wow, oh, nice. And you do yeah. that, and it's kind of like, yeah, you cool. keep it kind of good, you know, keep it going and keep it fresh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how's it been? I mean, you've been open, you know, what, two months now? Yeah, two and roughly. And so how's it been so far?
2: Yeah, I only think it's been two months. Yeah, just short of that? It's, good. it's picking up. It's more, uh, it's steady. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, in the winter months, we're hoping soups and, and whatnot start catching on. Mm. Um, you know, the location is good, but it's still hidden. So yeah. You can put a sign out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, and then you have you someone do like You do yourself a nice job doing, of offsetting You do a nice job that. of shouting <laughs> us out, but it's kind of yeah. like, but when people are coming in, and this is the other thing, it's... What's been really cool is people have gone out of their way to mm. come in and say, That was the best sandwich I had. Oh, that was nice. such a great rice bowl. This that's what we're going for. Yeah. We're not gonna be for everybody. Yeah. But if sure. we can get for people who are really digging what we're trying to do and be fast, yeah. At this point, that's what we're trying to go for. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because like I think um, you know, if you open up if you open up an armory square I mean, what's your what's your base? Like now, you're trying to get every customer that you can within like a 15 mile radius, you know, or every every person, yeah. you know, every adult with you know disposable income within a 15 mile radius to mm-hmm. come to your restaurant. When you're mm-hmm. where you are, you're trying to get everyone who works in those buildings around you, and that's right. pretty much it, you know. Right, which is a lot of people. Though. It's a lot of people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you can get them, you're you're set. Yeah. Um, but uh, even if you can get them, you know, once or twice a week, you're set. Right, uh, right,
1: right. And we're yeah. getting some people easily three and four times a week and five days yeah yeah that's great
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah because i mean what i mean if you guys were open we were up there in november so if you were last november so if you had been open you know we would have been down there instead of ordering hospital food uh for three days um so yeah yeah that's awesome uh so was everything like it was like were things in there was the equipment there did you have to like do a lot to get it open and you know get it set up
1: not really um we we had most of the equipment in place um you know nothing's perfect yeah um but it it was as good as it could be
2: um setting up wine was has been key going back to the speed though that was definitely that up yeah Yeah. definitely Mm -hmm. we
1: we, um we had most of the equipment in there we kept it basic and when i when i saw it was there i'm like all right this is what we have to build off of Mm -hmm. um most of the most of the things we do so for example like the chicken thighs that we do for the bowls and the beef we do for a number of things. Mm. I use a Weber. I love, there's no substitute for charcoal. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a time thing. It takes more time out of my yeah. day. I don't care. It's yeah. I, I open a beer and I grill stuff and it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it for a business, but I'm standing here grilling things. Yeah. It's, right. it's not yeah. really work if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, it, it serves our purpose as well. And we, yeah. um, we had the opportunity to have some time and, and figure out the efficiencies and uh, things that we needed to do to to, um, to make sure things were things and got it, turned out quickly. And still,
2: yeah. you know, it's still learning. You're learning so, you know. Be, Every be day. Honest. Like salads. We're like, oh, people are going to love salads. Mm. Nope.
0: Nobody's ordering a salad, really.
2: They, they will. But yeah. well, we put a salads. we were ready for a salad. And people are like, no, give me the, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we're and, doing and breakfast all day. And I want the opportunity
1: that, to now. say this. I know I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm willing to go, I'm willing it's to terrible. die on this hill <laughs> I, d- I do this beet poke, Okay. right? Mm. I'm gonna. I stole it from Jose Andres. <laughs> I'm not that you know. Yeah. It's just a delicious dish. I'm not. Uh, I mean, look at me. I'm not. Uh, you know, vegetables aren't my focus. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. I, I I eat more animal than any three people probably should, and that's not going to change. Yeah. Uh. But it's a it's it's a really delicious dish. Yeah. It's a knockoff of tuna poke. I mean, yeah. you know, beets look. Very much yeah. like ahi or yellowfin yeah. tuna. Yeah, we put it next to rice. We do some furikake with it and cool. some uh, some carrots, edamame, that kind of thing. We we build the poke bowl. Yeah. Um. I thought, all right, we're gonna do it here. <laughs> I did it another place. It it was it was okay there, mm. and it's like it just doesn't. It's it's mm. one of those things, but it's um, it's it's also a way to you know the, the folks that are out there that that are interested in that kind of food. It's like we have that too. Yeah. Um. We don't have the space to, have, to, to, to devote a focus to that for sure, but yeah I, I also want to show people and even like me that's a professional carnivore mm-hmm. it's a delicious dish yeah. and it's <laughs> um, and, and we're also we're, we're, think, we're trying to think of everybody in, in within the confines of what we that's, have for space
2: yeah being new I'm, I'm newer to the industry mm-hmm. um, and that's the challenge It's like you have a small space yeah you want to be competitive in pricing you yeah. want to have fresh ingredients salad is only gonna last so long yeah for sure so it's kind of like how do you kind of really get all that together and then still try and keep it fresh but not lose your shirt at the same time yeah we're doing this to make money
0: right yeah
2: and that's where it's like that's and chris has really done a great job and that's why he's doing everything scratch and and uh mm. coming up with so like a beef in our rice bowl it's the same beef that's going to be in a braised beef sandwich, mm. right? So similar, a yeah. little bit different variation, but it's mm. fresh. we take the same cut and we divide it, and then we do it in three different contexts. Right. Yeah, that's cool. So just cross utilization.
0: Yeah. Right. So what did you do before
2: this? So I still have a business on the side. I've, okay. For twenty years, I do printing and promotional items.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. We should talk then, because we, we need to get talk. some. Shit. We'll hook you yeah. up with some swag. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's yeah. that's
2: what I do. So I'm still doing that. Okay. So, um, and yeah, so it, it definitely, uh, it's a little bit, I'm stretched,
0: yeah, but yeah, yeah. I get
2: that. Um, you know, it, I, I think we're, we're onto something and it's yeah. for me, it is, it's fun because now I'm branching into new industry. So like I'm on a flat top and I'm like making it, I gotta be honest, I made you that Taylor and egg. I didn't yeah. know you guys were going to roll. I was like, shit, I'm making yeah. this for this guy. He's yeah. like going to post it. And shit. <laughs> I better get it right. Yeah, so I'm glad I got that. It was one right great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, you know, just so, so, but it's fun. It's like, you know, life is short, man. I want to have some fun. And this is yeah. like totally new. I got total faith yeah. in Chris. Chris is, you know, we're, we're going to do okay. I think our motto is it's pretty good, it's quick, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, you know, it's nerve wracking. For sure. You're starting a business from scratch. Yeah. You're six weeks into it. It's like, their foot traffic's all around. They're yeah. not coming in quite yet, but we're doing a pretty good job. we got got signs. we got flyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, the word of mouth, which may be slower, right? but it's the best advertising yeah. you're going to get.
0: Yeah, for sure, especially up where you are. I mean, there are so many restaurants in Syracuse, especially the ones that are like right down in your area, who if they could figure out a way to yeah. tap into even like 10%. Of those employees in that market, they would right. do it, and you know they they'd right. give anything to be able to do it. So, um, and I don't, I mean, Joe's to go was up there for a while. Joe's to go, yeah, Joe's to go. I only knew about them because when we first started a taco search, somebody was like you've got that's to go a to search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do Let's you know, revisit more. that. Um, Thank you. Kyle. Let's yeah. Just keep that over here. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Feel free. I'm, I'm just moving these because of the focus on the, on the camera on you. You're a very um, gracious host. Yeah, for sure, man. You are Listen, I've host. bought, I feel bad. I've bought like, even I just picked up the Willet bottle yesterday and I got the Sazerac and I mean those bottles have been sitting there just like, that's the danger of like being a bourbon collector. You know, as you're a douche, you just buy all these bottles when you find them, and then they just sit <laughs> you there are and You're not open. a douche by <laughs> any means whatsoever. <laughs> by the way, yeah. what's will
2: fight anybody about rye.
0: So? About so, I always shy away from it. Uh, like uh, when I first see it, I'm like, I already have a, a rye, you uh-huh. know. And it's like, and so I think, and I don't know if I'm. So I think, uh, yeah. So when I see it, I'm like, I just bought. I just got the Sazerac, which is the Syracuse sure. Bourbon Society barrel pick, and then I got. The Willet yesterday only at Pascal's only because I was like oh I don't have that one and right. when I went there I was like oh I just got a bottle of rye what the fuck am I gonna do with this um, I'll help yeah right yeah <laughs> I got you, I got you man yeah you've done enough nice things for us. <laughs> right. I will help you drink your rye so it's the least I can do but I was I, it's funny that you say that because I've been thinking about that like trying to think of why do I have this view on rye you know, rye whiskey and. um And I wonder how many other people think that way. It's like, oh, I've got this rye. I could use it in this one spicy cocktail, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. I'm not huge on rye. Now, that rye, that Mixer's was a rye, right? Uh,
0: No, it's not a rye. It's just a straight small batch whiskey. It's just a sour mash. Yeah. Um, There is the Mixer's rye. I don't have it. Um, You know, Pascal's has got it. We're coming into, like, you know, uh, the Christmas season is, like, literally the Christmas of allocation, you know, allotments um, for a lot of these places. So um there was guys on the i don't know if you if you're part of the syracuse bourbon group on facebook no. um syracuse will Bur- yeah syracuse Ooh, bourbon fair. society yeah chris michael existed. chris michael heads it up Nick Laplante, uh, another big big beer bourbon guy here in syracuse and um so they do barrel picks a few times a year with they like this pa- actually they were featured in a big magazine with pascals they flew they went to Kentucky with Nick and the team and picked yeah. out their barrel, that barrel of Sazerac. Um, nice. so they'll do a few different things. Then it's like when they release that, they'll say, all right, it's going to happen tomorrow night at 8 PM. And at 8 PM, the next day they go on the that it's open and you have to jump in there and type in. And if you, if you get in there in that first group, then you get one of the bottles, you know, you can go buy it basically get access. Nice. To it. So, um, yeah, so I got into it because I had Nick uh, Nick Pascal on the podcast a few times last year, mm-hmm. and he was telling me all about like bourbon and secondary markets and all that stuff. And so I started getting into it, and I would just call up places randomly or stop in the liquor stores. So that bottle of Russell's Reserve 13 was like the first kind of allocated bottle I bought And I found it locally for 100 bucks, which is steal. Because if you look, like if you go on Drizzly right now, it's $700 if you want it shipped. Right. So in my head, I'm thinking, I'm going to buy this and go sell it online for 400 bucks like that. And then I bought it and I got home and I Googled how to sell a bottle of bourbon and everything said, it's illegal. (laughs) I I was like, oh, I can't fucking do this. (laughs) So I guess I'll drink it. No, I've, I've, so. Some people have what they call like their, you know, hot water tank, you know, collection. It's like they have them unopened. Maybe one day they'll open them for a special occasion. Maybe one day their hot water tank, you know, their water heater, you know, shits the bed and they try to sell them locally somehow. So, Uh like a way to sell it would be I would post a picture of like this remote and this bottle of (laughs) bourbon on Facebook and say, I'm selling this remote for $200. You know, and then, and it comes with a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> you know, So that's how you, that's one of the ways. There's a, there's a secret Facebook innovation. group. Uh, right, innovation. Right. Apparently you're yeah. in it. You're in it. There's a secret Facebook group I'm part of where they do a lot of like recycling or trading or whatever the case is. And you see some pretty crazy bottles go through there. But that bottle I got, um, that's my third bottle of Blanton's. I got one, a friend of mine, I won't say so he doesn't get, you know, in trouble um, who owns a restaurant in town and has a big allocated uh, collection. Mm -hmm. He was like, I'll sell you whatever you want it cost. So I got that from him. Then my brother, like two weeks later went down because he lives an hour away. He went down to Buffalo trace and bought that for me for a Christmas gift, bought me a bottle. And then Peter's in North Syracuse last year sold me a bottle for like MSRP. So nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I discovered Blanton's Terry. No. No. I was I was at the at the brewery that I opened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can, you know Yeah.
0: You can say whatever you want. All
1: right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, you can say the name. I, yeah, there's no So I, I helped to open Myers Creek with the family that opened it, and great group of people. Yeah. Um, one of my cooks put a bottle of Blantons on my desk upstairs <laughs> and I brought it home and it was either you or a friend Terry that said, Where did you get that? Yeah. And I said, Well, a buddy of mine gave it to me. He's like well, cool. he must be a good friend, or yeah, and anyway then right. he I'll, I'll leave out what he said and the rest yeah. of it. He, I was like, I haven't opened it yet. He's like, yeah. So he explained the the tops and the numbers on it yeah. and all that kind yeah. of thing. And I, I went back to my one of my one of my chefs. And I'm like, dude, you didn't have to do that for me. He's like, well, yeah. you know, I, I had a couple hanging around. <laughs> th- th- this is one of those guys. And he's, if he sees this, he's going to know who he is. Yeah. He'll sit there and just smile and drink. He's the nicest guy on the planet. He's one of the best cooks I've ever had the opportunity to work with. Mm. And, and fortunately for me, I've had the opportunity to, you know, yeah, I was the executive chef at this place and it's, you know, that's a nice title, Yeah, but you're only as good as your team.
0: For sure, and yeah. my
1: team made me way better. Yeah, that's they, good. they made me look really good. Yeah, um, hmm. and I owe them for that. Yeah, but he brings me this bottle, and everybody's that's like, cool. "Where'd you get this?" Like, oh, one of my employees brought it to me. Like, well, what are you? How much are you paying them? Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like, yeah. But so, yeah. you know what?
2: It, what's kind of fun is so you have this guy. He's like top of his class chef. Um Post standard reaches out, Charlie. Mm. Out. Oh, did he? Okay, good. He did. And he came by. He's like, and he sent a really nice email to me. He's like, wow, "That This breakfast sandwich is awesome. It's awesome. I'm going to swing by. We're like, cool. He goes, You know what I love? That you have a trained chef cranking mm-hmm. out breakfast sandwiches <laughs> and you're putting out great lunch sandwiches. Yeah. And we agree 100%. It's like, Yeah, for sure. Right? It's like, yeah. I'm glad he came by. That'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Usually. So, what I always say with Charlie is like, Syracuse.com. Um, and he told me this, I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not. Hopefully he doesn't get pissed at me saying it, but, uh, you know, b- b- uh, well, roughly like if they put out new restaurant, it'll get 20 to 30,000, I think hits on their website. Um, and ha- from experience from other restaurants have opened and for what happened with us at three, one fried when Syracuse.com writes about you first opening, you will, if you're great, if you suck at what you do, you will be busy for a month. If you're great at what you do, you'll be busy for like three months. Hmm. And then it usually starts to taper
1: off again and goes back down to normal. Sure. Everyone wants to check it out. And right. then, it, then it then it corrects itself. Yeah. Right.
0: Um, you know, the challenge with that is there's some restaurants that have opened in Syracuse who are like they're like, Oh, you just got to get the, I just gotta get the word out, just gotta get the word out. And then the word gets out, and then they go from like this one restaurant told me when we first opened, we were doing like Three thousand dollars a week, and they were kind of like an off the beaten path sort of virtual kitchen, you know, it was mm-hmm. a different right. concept. Right. And um, he's like, "We're doing about three grand a week." Then when the article came out, I was doing like twenty five thousand a week, and then that's a
1: massive that's a jump, crazy right. jump.
0: And then I, now I'm doing like two thousand a week, <laughs> and he's like, "I don't know what to do. I need to get back in Syracuse.com." I'm like, "Well, you're not going to, <laughs>
1: and, right. you know, I, I can and, answer that. Yeah, you yeah. have to have." The capability to sustain the pe- people people yeah. be forgiving for a little bit, right, right. But when you go from three thousand a week to twenty five grand, yeah, yes. that is a massive, massive. exponential you can't keep, you jump. Can't keep up, yeah, with that. and you can't no. right in the mix of that. I'm just gonna I'm I'm just speaking like a yeah. service industry person. Yeah, for sure. You're gonna lose employees. They're gonna yeah. get buried. You're gonna lose cooks. Yeah. because yeah you can't you can't even keep up i mean that that kind of a jump you can't even keep up with the prep right right yeah right. so and and i'm not i'm not faulting anybody for it Look, yeah. what, what what i'm saying is it's like you you have to be um you have to be either prepared for that or yeah. you have to be ready to say like hey we got smashed right. right and we want we want to make it we want to make it good yeah. so
2: when we opened up that was our concern because mm-hmm. everyone when we were trying to get stuff together. Yeah. Time everyone was coming in. They're like, When mm-hmm. are you opening up? What's going on?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We're like, We're gonna get smashed. Yeah. We didn't have labor yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still have a job. <laughs> Chris is getting this off the ground too. So we're like, Okay, we're gonna get hammered. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do? <laughs> once you open... So we we were smart. We said, we're not going to open on a Monday. Or at least I thought we were smart. <laughs> we said, we're not going to open on Monday. Let's open on a Wednesday. Right. And let's work out the kinks. Figure out the line. Figure yeah. out how we're going to get hit. And, this. and it's been slow. Mm. And that's where you don't know. Yeah. So you order the food. You're guessing. So it's really a guessing game. For sure. Right? And then mm. once it... It really didn't jam. If we're just being perfectly honest, it did not. Like people weren't flowing in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that it's coming, now we get hit and miss, it. and it becomes it's can almost be a one man job. Yeah. Then you need a three man job, and now so that's where we're getting to where it's leveling off. But you don't know. So I feel for and again being new to the restaurant industry, right? As far as you know, opening up, it's you don't know. No. You don't know what's going to jam. So yeah. when you just said what you said, it really validates. It's like okay. <laughs> you can get we might get a lot of hits from this would be great. Yeah. We're ready for it, but you prepare we prepared for the big hits. Yeah. And the big hits really haven't come yet. Yeah. Now it's been a steady stream. Yeah, that's good. And it's been good, but yeah. it's like you don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what our what our viewers, whether it's we have about a thousand listeners on the podcast now. An episode sounds pretty good, yeah. And um, and that's just on like the audio and the video, like the long form. Um, and our Instagram, it, it's hit or miss. Like, are we like in the tank right now for our views? We can't figure out what the hell happened. We were going from like ten thousand average views a video to like now three thousand
1: for oh. a podcast.
0: No, for our Instagram account, really. I cannot figure out why. I was just gonna, huh. yeah. yeah. Um. You know that's the downside to like you know influencing or whatever, having an Instagram account like we do because like you're playing really to the algorithm at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. and and you have to do some things that just aren't as authentic. Um, So you know like the algorithm wants to see in the beginning this is the best thing or this is the worst thing I've ever had. You know they want to see those like things in the first second that grab somebody's attention.
1: So like I, I mean to cut in, but like yeah. like drama, not something in the middle. Like, hey, this new place opened up, and right. we're trying it. And they they, they yeah. got in and come in and see us. It's not like this yeah. is this is amazing or this. The new this place was is, like I had I had to scrub my mouth with steel wool right. to get it out, <laughs> yeah. and like yeah. so they want they they want some kind of dramatic thing. Whereas like right. most people fall somewhere, hopefully yeah, hopefully on that scope.
0: But it's like if you're scrolling, I mean, think about it, like. Well, first of all, like I don't know if you two share like funny videos with each other. If you have a like a t- group text, you know group yeah. text with friends. I do, do, and I
1: got to tell you, I think my game on sharing those funny texts is phenomenal. Right, and if you'd like, I'm, I'm more than happy. <laughs> so uh, exactly,
0: exactly I'm, though. I'm, so I'm so, so you ahead. feel like you have a good like you have a good record of it, and you know you don't want to break that, and so you're not going to share a shit video with somebody, but. If I want a video to go from 4,000 views to 12,000 views, it has to be a video that people want to share. So we try to ask ourselves when we're making a video, is this content, is this a video that somebody is going to send to their husband, send to their wife, send to their friends, You know, whatever the case is? Mm -hmm. Because that's how you have to think about content today because there's millions and millions of people out there that are all making content. And you know, the nurse across the street, right, who's maybe on our lunch break and looking at her Instagram account real quick, like, she's scrolling and she's seeing, like, oh, my sister posted a picture of my niece and, you know, my friend from high school is, you know, uh-huh. out apple picking and she's watching this stuff. And then there's an ad from either, like, myself or a restaurant or a business and that's, like, breaking up, like, that's in a... You have to like, is this content something that's going to get their attention and make them stop and look and see who posted it? And click on the profile, maybe, or you know, whatever the case is. All right, So,
2: Anthony, let's just go crank the ACDC. I'll get up on the desk. I'll start <laughs> taking stuff off. Let's just go viral, bro. We'll be closing in a week. Yeah, closer. We'll be yeah. In a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be closed. First, <laughs> first yeah. sanitation. But I, hear saying, that's <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, CV. the health department yeah. will be in in two days. Yeah, they like, should like, be in in two days. Yeah. Like, does that know, guy <laughs> does that guy not trim? Oh like, God. what the hell happened? All right,
1: now like, you get like, personal. yeah. We have to upcharge for the hair in the and yeah. the, and the rice bowl. Like, what are you going to do?
0: I love the Onondaga County Health Department. They yeah. are some of the nicest and easy to work with people. Yeah. Well, I
1: I, I got to tell you, one of the one of the people that pointed me in this direction, yeah, was yeah. my health inspector, he's and I, oh, cool. I was at he's another place too. managing kitchen. He, he's just he's just a great human being. He, he's yeah. doing his job. Don't misunderstand me. It's yeah. Nothing's yeah. being swept
2: under the rug. He's. He's adhering to compliance. And but the he way in, he does it, and again, yeah. not being in the business, but the way he did it, he was just like, take care of this. Bop, yeah. Bop. Yeah. He,
0: Who was it? He, was it Chris or Kim? Or
2: Chris. Chris.
1: Yeah, yeah, Chris was great. You, you build a rapport, right? And, and I met him. My, my So my wife works at Syracuse University. Okay. And we brought our, our kids, Edith and Florence. She's Edith's seven. Florence is about to be five mm. or 20, yeah. based on her. <laughs> in any event. <laughs> I ran into him there and he was the first one. He's like, You should go look at Burratos on the Hill. Hmm. Thinking he's thinking I had some context. I'm like, All right. (laughs) And I love the guy. He's he's a he's a super smart dude. He's really informed. He like He's been doing a long time. He's been doing a long time, but he's just he's just just a great human being, right? And so a couple of other times I had these emails like, Oh, Barato's this, Mm -hmm. bro. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll go look at it. So I I I was the one I did the preliminary recon. I didn't want to Drag Damien through it because he's got, like he said, another business. I'm like, yeah. let's make sure we can. So I looked at him like, this is pretty feasible. Mm. Um, so we walked through. <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, you know, we just started think tanking the concept and that kind of thing. And uh, but yeah, th- so he was he was one of the people that came yeah, through, yeah. and it's yeah. like, yep.
0: Chris is awesome.
1: I've dealt I've dealt with other health inspectors, and I'm just. They got their job to do, but like th- th- this guy just like yeah goes above and beyond, and I'm I'm gonna rescind this because I hate giving him credit for anything because he's a <laughs> friend of mine, you know like yeah like, yeah you did your thing, but yeah. whatever. Um, but he was like, go look at this place and, yeah. and see what you think of it and that kind of thing. And
0: uh, so, did you guys have the idea for the cafe, and you were actively looking at spaces, and then this place came about, or were you guys like, hey, one day we should have a restaurant? Uh, it'd be cool to have a restaurant. Maybe let's see if we can find a space and then you found the space and then just went with it from there.
1: We can, I start and just, inter, just interject. We had ideas. I mean, I interject. Sat, oh, okay. da, da, Damien had just redone his deck, right? Okay. So we sat out there, we put beers in a cooler, and a, lot, a lot of beers, a lot of beers. And, and we packed things up and we, we, um, we vaporized things and what have you. Um, and, and we talked about things and we looked at a few places and um, anything from, all right, this place is a dump and we got to put 350,000 into it. But man, wouldn't it be cool if we had craft cocktails and a select wine yeah. list and that kind of thing. And I'm, yeah. I'm in the middle of doing a, a sommelier certification, mm, which that's my, cool. my level one, level one. So that's so fucking entry hard. level, um, it's really, fucking but hard. craft beers and that kind of thing. We have yeah. a ton of resources here, and like, you know, you have people that yeah. like yourself that understand bourbon and whiskeys and alcohol and that kind of thing. And, and then we were like, all right, well, staffing, right? How, how do how do we how do we how do we, rep- how, how do we oh, represent yeah. our concept and that kind of thing? And, and thing one changed. of hmm. one, one of the most important things, and this is something we always talked about, was if I open a place, if we open a place. I want to create a culture where people are paid well, mm-hmm. yeah. where they feel like they're part of the team because they yeah. are. It's not. It's not a. It's not a, just a statement. It's a. I mean that. Yeah. I'm only, i only. I always said this to, to my people at Myers Creek. I'm only yeah. as good as my team. Everybody's like, "Oh, you're the chef. You're this. You're that." These people are doing the work. They're they're as good or better than me. Yeah. They, they, you know, and it and it's oftentimes like, "Oh, the chef is like, yeah. no, these people are like." all right, you're a lunatic, but yeah, I'm happy to be here and I'm going to do the work that you're asking me to do. They yeah. deserve the credit. And th- that's where the gap has been created in the labor yeah. force. Is like they, they aren't getting any credit for what they're doing. They're not getting yeah. the, um but, but we looked at a ton of places, yeah. something that was like, all right, this is turnkey. We can buy into this and we can offshoot. Yeah, And then we just kind of put it to bed and this this cafe came up right. and we were like, we can, we can represent ourselves the way that we want. In a small scale, and we yeah. can test it and grow it from there with 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 a yeah, moderate buy-in. This yeah.
2: this was going to be um, moderate buy-in. Easy for you to say. I know. <laughs> but it wasn't as scary as the other places would have been. Yeah, I'm so yeah. And then you got to yeah. bring in the labor. And it's like when we talked about it and we were looking at what we're going to do, he hasn't made a shit ton of sandwiches. He's a chef. Right, yeah, 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 I'm a Jersey guy. I mean, we've talked about fast and speed. It's like, okay, so how do we incorporate that? Let's bring in really good bread. That's mm-hmm. the first part. Yeah. Bring in the really good bread. We tested it. I put on five pounds. Because <laughs> <laughs> we said... Do the pickles go on the bottom. Do, <laughs> should we put a soap sod on the yeah. bottom? And you we're can't testing just stand every, there and eat the long so you, roll. Right? You got yeah. to you like gotta roll. eat the yeah. rolls the right way. Yeah, for sure. That's you not like,
1: testing a sandwich. Just eating, oh, just eating yeah. a roll is not testing a sandwich. Yeah.
2: But we really did. We went through that, Yeah, and it was fun, but you are feeling like you're leaning to the right after eating all this yeah. stuff. But what what is layering right? What are people going to enjoy? And hmm. there's love behind it. So... Uh, we have right now. We have one person, um, he, and he's been phenomenal. Who's on board? But we're making a sandwich, and there's there's love behind it. And what before it goes out, cut it on an angle. Mm-hmm. Let's there's pride before it goes out. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So it's like we we want to have that, and I think it's paying off because people are going out of their way to come in and just say, hey. Really good yeah, that's right. great, and and, and, really and you good. you
1: can write that off to a degree. And and as a cook, I'm like,
0: yeah,
1: thank you, and 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 don't misunderstand me; I truly appreciate it. But for me, I, I'm extremely self critical. Yeah, right? I get that. But I've. I was a private chef for a long time. You put the
2: together, you put the aiolis together, all that's to go with that.
1: We build everything from the ground up, sure. Yeah. I was a private chef for a long time. We do these great dinners, and and uh, my now wife would help me out with the service and that kind of thing. She was that was amazing. I was like, yeah. I could have done this and this and this better. She's yeah. like, uh, Chris, I, th- I think you're beating yourself up a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. I do, and I always will, because yeah. I think how you do one thing is how you do everything. And speaking to this, we have one employee. Um, he's at his third place with me. Mm. he's a young dude he come he comes from a great family yep, he, yeah. um
2: but he's taking he, pride he, he drives he, he drives
1: doing. some calves to work with us and and Damn. that's there, there's there's two things yeah. for me um uh, well a few things but you like i said you're you're only as good as you're only as good as your team yeah there's some there's i'm just gonna come out there's some chefs out there like i'm the chef i'm like yeah. I've worked for, I've worked for you folks and like, you know what? You, you had some good yeah. people doing some really great things and yeah. you, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, for but sure. He's a young guy. He's really smart. He comes from a great family. He drives 30 minutes one way to come and work for me. This is that's the third crazy. place he's worked with me at. Yep. Um, I'm almost most proud of that and I'm not, Yeah. that's a, that's as much a, of a credit to him mm. as it is to what I'm saying. Um, but we, we are in the, how you do one thing is how you do everything yep. mm. kind of business. And and I'm not, yeah. I know, I know there's some massively talented people out there that are like, like I follow like mission ceviche and oh, city yeah. and like, yeah. oh my God, yeah right? that's they're, they're they're, But I want to do what we do in, in the, in the context of what we're doing very well. Mm. And so Damien was talking about the, the breakfast sandwich thing, like, You can do a really great breakfast sandwich, really simple. You just execute it well.
2: Yeah. Execute it, make it consistent. And the thing is that's starting to catch on is everyone, can you do a party? So call up Chris. Chris will be like, What do you want to do for your party? So Mm
0: -hmm.
2: we've done things for um, Empower Credit Union. We're doing things for SU departments. That's That's up our alley. Chris can we can cater to things. We can pivot. It doesn't need to be like right off our menu. And we can pivot off of that, but it's like what comes out of there. There's pride behind it. And If someone's you know yeah, really doesn't sure. like it, it's like we want to know about it. Yeah. But I think if you stand behind it, there's nothing like a really good sandwich. Yeah, oh, at the end of the day, there's nothing like a really good sandwich.
0: Yeah, and Syracuse doesn't, I mean, I'm 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 always very critical of Syracuse oh, okay. uh, for the, our food I scene. So our sandwiches oh, this is interesting. Just our okay. our food yeah. All scene. All right, in general. Anthony. Van. All right, here I we go. Mean, here, here we go. <laughs> I mean, oh, now you're going to get me started. Um <laughs> You know, like we've lost two phenomenal, like two of the best restaurants in Syracuse. Yeah, yeah you guys can listen. Name whatever them, whatever well, you want. Well, uh, polish you know, off the Bland's. There's another bottle. Oh we can open up anything. You're excessively Anthony's generous. Anthony's like, yeah. why did
2: I invite these guys here? No.
0: Um, uh, yeah, listen, you'll, you're never going to top this. Joel Carpenter from 317 Montgomery Street. I don't think he's listening to this, but mm-hmm. I don't, he does. I don't care if he does. Uh, Joel's a good friend. Great little local restaurant, and. Um, uh, we used to do like a, maybe a monthly podcast, on and I used to only record these Saturday mornings. So Joel and Natalie and um, Darius, their former cook, all came on a Saturday morning when I was next door and we did a podcast. And it was like an hour and a half long. And I had bought this bottle of Howlerhead bourbon, which is disgusting. It's banana flavored bourbon.
1: Oh, and banana! Are banana, you it's,
0: it's uh what's the you have Dana Cook's bourbon company, but it's Howlerhead. You know, it's a bourbon he came Did, out with.
1: Do they advertise it as banana flavored? Yeah, it ad- really? Yeah, no, it's, it's like
0: advertised as that. Uh, it tastes right, like
1: because if it has usually if it has banana to it I mean to cut in yeah that's usually <laughs> an that's usually an indicator of failure as a burger. right yeah this, It's like the popcorn flavor and like a Pilsner. banana I've flavored whiskey I should
0: that. say but still All right. uh, but it was disgusting and it tasted like the <laughs> they banana call it, don't drink it whiskey. <laughs> right so I had like tried <laughs> a little bit of it and when they came in I was like we should drink this because I hate it Joel drank the entire bottle. By himself in an hour and a half. Pot. I oh, met him at like a food God. show. Yeah, Joel's great. I love Joel and Natalie. I love three one seven. Great little restaurant. <laughs> but, oh, that's hilarious, man! Yeah, you know yeah <laughs> Joel drank the entire he drank the whole, bottle? The whole bottle. Yeah, so out of spite, or I might no, have no, respect just, for the man. He just now. kept that's... pouring. He just kept pouring, like, and I wow. think it was actually around Halloween. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was a fun episode. He
1: might have been like, "Let me take the pain for this. <laughs> let me, let me, gotta let me alleviate the suffering." Yeah, there's got to be pain.
0: Involved
1: yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, it,
0: it, uh, yeah. But anyways, Syracuse just lost two great restaurants. Amano. I know it's now yep. Abioco, whatever. That was uh, an icon. Um, yeah. I mean, Noah and his dad, Anthony, are still doing it, and their mom are still doing a great job there. Um, and their chef is I forget his name from Francesca's, you know, listen, you know, I'm sure he's very talented. He's doing good. We just had dinner there Friday night with our family, and you know, um, everything was great uh but it's not what Amano was and but it's still great still very good i'd still put it up against any other italian i'd still say it's better than any other italian american restaurant in town without question all right yeah um it depends on what you want you know if i want um Mm -hmm. if i want like chicken riggies i'm probably not gonna go there because it's not on the menu but if i want chicken riggies i'm gonna go you know well i'm gonna go to teddy's in rome but if i'm not going to rome I'm going to any of the other, you know, Sant'Angelo's. Joey's? Yeah, I man. Can, can yeah.
1: I? Can, can, oh, word. <laughs> here, here we go. I am. I, I am. Um, We're just talking. If any, if, if being a chef or a cook taught me anything, it was humility, right? Mm. So I will never, it's very hard for me to um, actively.
2: Ridicule another yeah, I just yeah. gotcha. I have gotcha.
1: you know, and and, and Damien yeah. Damien comes from an Italian family in New Jersey, and mm-hmm. at, Italian is not my it's it's not my forte. But yeah. what what, I, what I'm what I'm learning, We're getting you there. We're we're getting on. there. But like, <laughs> and, and my wife, and she's not Italian. Mm-hmm. But we um, we've done these pastas. We get like bucatini. We do sun dried tomatoes. We do mm-hmm. some olives. We do white wine. We do yeah. garlic, and we do fresh basil, and we like that's yeah. the. Italian cuisine is simple, yeah. fresh ingredients, well-executed. And it's like, in saying that, it's fairly simple, but yeah. in execution, there's no, no forgiveness. Right, tricky, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. So, like, when yeah, I'm braising these tricky. short I got I got some room. Right. I got a little room. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> but if yeah. you're doing a bucatini alla matricana, yeah. you don't. Yeah. It yeah. either is or it isn't, uh, right? right? You've either executed it perfectly or that kind of thing, and, and yeah. we have a... We have a large Italian community here, and that kind of thing, and yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. Um,
0: and I mean, we, you know, yeah, and there's some po- like Al- and Alex and Lauren, you know, they're now moving to North Carolina. That's why Amano switched to Abioca because Alex ah. and Lauren, Alex the son, Lauren his fiance, phenomenal chefs, worked for Mark Vetri in Philadelphia, yep. both CIA grads. There's they some were, pedigree there. Yeah, they were living in Italy for like a year, I think. Nice. Yeah. traveling the country you know, learning the food yeah. when they got the call. I think that's the timeline when they got the call to come to Syracuse and open this restaurant with their dad. Right. And that's cool. You know, so, and they're making the cr- most obscure pasta shapes by hand themselves every single night, making all the breads themselves. So the bread ba- for the free bread basket, you know, Noah is
1: labor yeah. intensive Yeah, for sure. And it was just the two of worth them. it.
0: Yes. Uh, well, yeah. Well, if you want, uh, well, if you want to go that,
2: down that
1: road,
0: yeah. Yeah. But if it, you want to do that, yeah.
1: Yeah. To to me, it's about the process, and I'm I'm, I'm not trying to hijack anything, but to me, yeah. anything cooking is about the process. Yeah. And I think, um, well,
2: your meats. So, like the the beef, I think it's worth talking about the beef that you're doing and the turkey that mm-hmm. you're doing. That's legit. I mean, you're mm-hmm. we're not bringing that. It's not deli meat. Yeah. This is legit. I mean, and you're putting the process, you're brining, and then we get it on the slicer. I mean, there's there's work involved. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it makes a difference. We got a slicer in the cafe that's at this least older than like, me. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> it this is. thing is from like 1890. Yeah,
0: it's fantastic. So there's it's, a lot of that stuff there gorgeous. when you guys got the place. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's I was cool. there. Yeah,
1: that's nice. like yeah, yeah, we're letting you have this. Like they were on to unload them. Like we've done our <laughs> we we've done our own thing there, and, it, and it's 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 the same. It's the thing that I've always said about food. It's the process, right? Yeah. What makes great Italian food? The process. Right. What makes what makes great anything? It's the process. Right. Yeah. It's and
0: somewhere it, along the way, and great food is someone who's suffering. Now they may love it. You know, they might. <laughs> they may love what they're right? doing.
2: You're fucking spot on. <laughs> right. Dude. That yeah. is right. Yeah.
0: Someone. There's a suffering somewhere behind it because is. there's a love behind
2: it. So <laughs> there was a, a shot on Instagram, and I swear to God, it's this old Italian mother, and she did this whole. She rolled out the dough.
0: Yeah, she's
2: got the little spinach balls. <laughs> just think, like five hundred like, raviolis, this like five foot by seven, and, and she's she rolling rolled, it out with the plate. And then she got like, the plate, yeah. like an old plate, yeah, right, just to divide it. And, and I'm looking
1: at it as it. chef, going like, I need to do better.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm failing. Like,
1: yeah. I, how am I not? How am I not at that level? But like that, that's point, generations like of
2: what we're doing is like we just want fresh. Yeah. Right. You want you just kind of want that type of food that's really kind of fresh. You're going to weed out some people for sure because yeah. it's a little bit higher end. Yeah. Price wise.
0: Yeah. You're not going to get those kids come, coming over. I mean, you might, but you know, I mean, you're right there. But um, are the kids going to be coming for the shakshuka or you know whatever that you know maybe? He but, says it um, better than I do, I. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's a di- it's a completely different crowd completely different crowd. It really is. Yeah, and I they're, mean
2: they're, they are. They're, they're starting to come in.
0: If you were a late night Grubhub DoorDash, that's a different story. Can but I pick your brain for a minute on that? Yeah.
2: What do you think about we're we're torn. We're mm-hmm. going to go that way. You yeah. don't want to go all, all Yeah. Them. Should we pick one? If there's one you can
0: DoorDash pick. for sure. DoorDash is is Why? 80% of the market in Syracuse. Really? Yeah, Grubhub and then Grubhub is like eighteen percent. You, you,
1: you bump your prices to
2: absorb.
0: Yeah, so that's what most people do. That's what we did. You can't be obvious about it because if so you're, we have to
2: bump the price or they'll. Bump
0: no, it. so well, DoorDash changed the last time I looked. So at one point, DoorDash, we just bumped our prices on their website or on DoorDash versus what we had listed on our website, and every once in a while they would do an audit and they would be like, "Hey, why the fuck are you charging?" Our customers two dollars more for this chicken sandwich, and then they would take us off the platform for like a week. Until really? now, they changed it where what you do is when you set your menu, you list you know your menu price and then your DoorDash price. So there's two, and the customer can see the difference on mm-hmm. their end.
2: But do we adjust the DoorDash price? They do that. You do that
0: when you set they your set menu. Yeah. Price. So when you sign up for DoorDash, you you email them and you say, hey, here's my menu. And then they type in the name and the description and the prices. Your opinion?
2: Yeah. Do you think we should do that?
0: Uh, I would, because you're going to have there's going to be some number of nurses even across the street, especially so in the wintertime, right? Yeah, Excuse me for yeah.
2: That's what we were talking about wintertime.
0: Yeah, there's going to be some number of nurses across the street who are Don't just like, yeah, it. they're like, I'm not walking. I'm not going to go down to the bottom floor. From the ninth floor and walk across the street and get lunch. I don't have that much time, and so yeah. But they'll DoorDash, you know. And so I would do it because if you do the marketing, so the worst case on DoorDash is you spend thirty percent, and that's if you go top tier. Like you pay for their marketing, you're listed on the front when somebody logs into DoorDash, okay. but you can be all the way down to ten percent if you want, um, and then if you if you have a button on your website so if you know people go to your website and then you install their button like their link that says order here you don't get charged i think you can you can be at the top tier um like the 30% so you're you get all the benefits but you only pay i think like 15%. now the other thing is when you first sign up they give you a 30 we pay the 15%. yeah Uh, Well, what they do is they take the money and then they deposit it into your account like once a week. and they take their commission out.
2: Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, Now, you can... So when you first sign up, though, you get a 30-day commission-free period. So for those first 30 days, you want to like hammer home to everybody that you know, like blast it all over social media. We're now on DoorDash. Because for thirty days you get a hundred percent of whatever
2: the sale is. So let me ask you this: this here's part of our concern. Like, and I get where he's coming from, and I get my point of view too. Is we're putting out fresh stuff. Yeah. If it sits, yeah. This guys, delay, doesn't taste as good.
0: Yeah, but people nowadays get that. Like, they do? yeah, most customers. I, I mean, my wife and I. I mean, granted, you know, I kind of understand it a little bit more, but. Even if you got
2: a rice bowl and it's cold, you're good with that?
0: Well, all right. So as a customer, you're looking at a few different things. You're saying, okay, I ordered my food at 9 a.m., let's just say, and it got here at 10.30. I'm going to expect it to be cold, right? Having said that, you don't really – you have to play a game on your end operationally to say, all right, the food's going to be ready in five minutes, according to Chris, so I'm going to tell DoorDash it's ready now. So that way, by the time the driver shows up, Chris has the food ready. So then you don't have to worry about it sitting there forever. Yep. And then the other thing is, and especially if they're delivering across the street, you know, it's going to be right there. It's not like it's going to take forever.
2: Dude, I really appreciate this conversation. So let me ask you, though. This is what concerns me.
0: Listen, I sold tater tots and fried chicken sandwiches in a styrofoam container, and I didn't fucking care about it. Uh, I'm dependent
2: on these guys to deliver some food. And as you can see, we're we're kind of yeah, we're a little bit higher level on what people are getting at the end of the day.
0: Don't worry about it. There's Don't no worry about it. No. The customers nowadays customers nowadays know what they're like. Really? Yeah. Like in the early days of Grubhub and DoorDash, sure. People were like, wait a minute, why didn't it show up and it be exactly like it was when I was sitting at the restaurant? Right. Nowadays, people understand. They'll let it go. Hey, it's being delivered. The only thing that you should do on your end is test out your takeout container. So that's like that's one thing we did at three one fried. Should be good. Is Huge. we were like, all right, what what containers are we using if I'm putting French fries in here, is it gonna steam the fuck out of it? So there is like a two month period. I would French say fries if,
1: aren't gonna travel well no matter what. Right. There's right. if you if you invent that technology, get yeah. ready to retire. <laughs> right. Because there's there's yeah. no
0: cheap coated fr- I've invented it. Ready? <laughs> cheap coated French fries and yeah. invent your containers. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you've got about a two minute window. Right. <laughs> um, uh, but just
1: like that's the Jetson shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> like I like if, it. Yeah, I like the name too.
0: If you're using the high end like plastic container that have no vents, yeah, and you're putting something that's like hot and steamy, and you're gonna be like a bun, and you're gonna or be worse, war- yeah, and you're gonna be worried about that, then just vent them.
2: My point was I'm being perfectly honest with them about our concerns about. It's mm-hmm. never well, going to be perfect. It's not no. going. No, it's no, not going to teleport yeah. to their door. So I just wanted to get his opinion on it.
0: And customers okay. know now. Customers know. Yep. See, hey, I, didn't, I didn't expect that answer. Yeah, customers know. Uh, and uh, and to, you know, to be honest, like, all right, who's who's your customer up there? Your customer is arguably Hawkins. The majority of women, uh, let's say twenty four to 50. forty six. Yeah, fifty. Okay. With some sort of, some level of disposable income of their nurses, nurse practitioner, whatever. They work in hospitals, MSNs, right? BSN, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's your customer. My wife is your demographic and she works in healthcare. Um, she would rather order Pies Guys on Grubhub because A, she doesn't have to talk to anybody on the phone and B, her credit card information. Pies Guys in Liverpool. Well, in Where's Eastwood. She? In Eastwood. We live oh. on the north side. Um, so she'd rather order from Grubhub because she doesn't have to talk to anybody and her credit card information is saved. So she can just press the button and it's there.
2: That doesn't scare her. Even oh, though, even knowing secure.
0: even knowing that she's spending an extra 20%. percent yeah.
1: Right? Six, eight bucks on, yeah. on, a, on a $20 purchase. And I'm
0: like, what are you doing? Call them. We're going to save six bucks on our pizza yep. and wings tonight. And she's like, I don't want to deal with it. So- that's your demographic. So I would be if I were you, I, I would get on DoorDash only. I, don't, I wouldn't bother with Grubhub or Uber right. Eats or anything.
1: So you're, you're selling convenience at that point. Exactly. So DoorDash. Yeah. DoorDash.
0: All now right, the only cool. the only thing I'll just say is, you know, food's fucking expensive nowadays, right? I mean, right. yes, cost of food from the vendors has gone up. Sure. Blah blah blah.
1: Execution, labor. Yeah, labor
0: stuff. is the big thing, you know, and rent. You know, because yeah, like sure. rents, people are getting in right now is crazy.
1: What what I've predicated this whole business model on is we don't use. Well, I'm just going to say it like it is. We use inexpensive cuts that mm-hmm. other people. Because
2: you know how to do and, it. And, and I'm
1: hoping that that this this takes. We use chicken thighs. People are like, "Well, I really like chicken thighs. So I really know how to cook them. Well, yeah. I do." Um, we get these chuck short ribs. It takes it takes a day to a marinade. Mm-hmm. It takes. Oh, yeah, Three and right. a half, four hours to cook. It needs to sit overnight. We get all the bad fat off it. We concentrate the sauce. And then we got then we got something nice. Yeah. So I'm it's, hoping my my whole thing, and like Damian and I had talked about this for like literally a couple of years. I want to do this differently. Like I'd gone to a food show at this one place, and there was this. I'll let him be nameless, but it was like this pre-cooked prime rib, pre-cooked pork shanks, pre-cooked yeah. this, pre-cooked that. And I'm like, yeah, no, we don't and do that. That was the same time that like I pulled the plug on my paycheck and I'm like, I yeah. opened oh, a place called brazen. <laughs> that's my LLC. Yeah. Like yeah. brazen, brazing, brazen, brazen yeah. you
2: and know? I, and I do. I, and it's,
1: it's paying, fairly cheesy, it, but that's my best attempt at it off. <laughs> Yeah, It is paying off.
0: Yeah. I mean, my dad, my dad is the sales manager. Like I don't know, he's a manager of some sort at Lorenzo's and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, foods and, and they just got bought by this, you know, company. And actually, that company, I think, just bought one of the two Polgy Seafoods. So, sure. you know, so they're going to be doing some cool shit soon. But you know, Dad was telling me like last year about this fat injected, you know, steak that he said that you know all the golf courses are buying for their sure. tournaments because it's free New York Strip. And I'm because like, because
1: you have to pay talented right. cooks, and I'm yeah, they're still out there. But they're they're few and far between, and um, and, and yeah. I'm just I'm just interjecting right now. I, I was an instructor at, at Paul Smith's for a year, like
0: yeah,
1: a year after I finished at the at the culinary school. I finished my degree there, and uh, I'm just gonna name him. He's <laughs> I hope he hears this because I want to give him some shit. Bruno Nouveau mm-hmm. He's got a very illustrious resume. He he somehow found my information. <laughs> And he's like, uh, would you would you come to teach at the, <laughs> at the school? And I said, I'd love to. So I, saw, I taught Culinary 101, 102. I taught International. And I taught American Gastronomy, which is a 400-level hmm. class. And the thing that I always emphasized with these students, it's about the process. Yeah. Don't get sucked into this. You're going to get 101 people that are going to come <laughs> in and say, hey, we can make this easier for you. You can make this this. Yeah. This is, This is not easy work, and it shouldn't be. And if you love it, you shouldn't care.
0: Yeah, there's a restaurant I won't name the name because I don't want to edit this out. But uh, (laughs) there's a restaurant that I did some work for, and you know their U.S. Foods rep walked in, and they were and and they were like, "Hey, we want to open up this concept, and we want yeah, go for it. We want to open this concept, and we want to do burgers. What do you have?" And then the U.S. Foods rep gave them not just the menu, but also gave them like. Here's every and it was everything was pre cooked and you know even the even the burger and yeah. everything you know all that kind of stuff so you didn't need like a skilled but those pl- like there's But you a, do yeah but there's a lot of people that there's a lot of restaurants that exist like that here in yeah. in the, our central New York area who are yeah. just doing like hey I don't know my Cisco rep told me that he had like those corn ribs that were going around like fucking wildfire for a, a year. You know, for like it's the not spring. Even local corn. Right. All right. And it's the worst thing to eat. But
1: let's not keep us here at two in the morning. Steady. I got to say this. Steady. I got to say this. Steady. It's about Steady. the process, yeah. right? <laughs> if you're a cook or a chef, it's the process.
0: Chris, right? that's the 10th time you've said it's about the process. I'm I gonna,
2: I'm going to say it from... again. I'm going to say it again. I want to go it's... back to the Taylor ham.
1: Yeah. yeah we're we're going to circle back to that. But it's take the time to cook the food. Whatever, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Make the pasta. Make the meatballs.
0: But what make- do you? All right, but, all right, but I'm gonna play now. I agree with you. Like yes. I don't want As a customer. If I go out and get a cheeseburger and fry. Listen, I went to actually. Here's a great. I mean, I love Dinosaur. There, nobody's from there is gonna listen dinosaurs. to this podcast. But I mean, I went there today. I got a, a pork pulled pork sandwich and mm-hmm. two sides. Was nineteen dollars
2: pork sandwich and two sides. What were your sides? Sure. Mac you and get? cheese
0: and fries. But there's no there class but there's no classification the, to what two sides, two good it's just sides, two sides. So I'm just saying. Right. Yeah, uh, their fries they're they're are great. Eat it on some and they're going to win on other. Right. You know That's what? their model. Yeah. You've
2: been there before, correct? Yeah. What you're getting is consistent and legit.
0: For sure. It's so a good. Did you well, have a problem in, really? Yeah. No, I didn't. it was it was a good meal, but my point is just this. It's expensive to go out to eat today. It's Agreed. wildly expensive.
2: I totally agree with that. That's why I asked you that question, because you know what you're going to get. You already know, I'm spending the money. Right. But you want consistency with it yeah. to say, okay, this is what I'm going to get. I'm paying for it. Hmm. and What's consistency? Consistency can vary in Central New York. Yeah. It can vary. Yeah, for sure. I,
1: I, I think... I th- let, let let's change the, the vernacular from consistency to experience. Yeah. I think that Yeah, I like if, that word better. I, I think like there's room for a lot of people. I'm I am i am not the one that's like, well there's only this and the yeah. I'm not that I'm not that guy. I, I wanna see I wanna see local businesses do very sure, well. Sure. I think Absolutely. the rising all tide raises all, all boats, yeah. right? Yep. But be clear about mm. what you're selling and your expectation and that kind of thing and yeah. also maintain that. So, I, so for, for us, yeah. for example, I, I think that... So for me, I, I'm constantly trying to refine what we're doing. So we, we, we ran a short rib taco mm. um, this week and it's like people are coming in and getting it. People came in and got it a second time. It's as long done. as it gets better... Yep. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be, it has to be, it has to be in the same realm, but it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be the exact same. If somebody comes in and has something and they have the same time, like, wow, it got better from the last time I had it, that's great. Hmm. If they're like, well, it wasn't quite the same as when I had it before, That that's a different conversation. It's like, yeah. you, it, it's a decline.
0: Hey, there it is everybody thanks so much for listening to the Eat local new york podcast i hope you enjoyed that episode uh definitely get up there and check out brazen cafe again right across from Kraus hospital they're doing some exceptional work making some delicious food and without a doubt worth a visit hey if you want to stay connected to us online visit me on eatlocalnewyork.com again new york is spelled out Check out the website. Buy an Eat Local New York card. Check out podcasts. Blogs are coming out soon. Really excited with the stuff we're going to be putting out. I'm going to be putting out here at Eat Local New York. Uh, So give it a check out. Give it a check out. Give it a visit. Go to eatlocalnewyork.com. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Come back next week when my guest is going to be Bud Laura from Restaurant QB. Got people coming on here in the near future. Like. Matt and Alex from Spatchcock Funk. We're scheduling something with them right now. Rich Stroop from Eden, just to name a few. So thanks for listening. We're going to catch you back here for a brand new episode of the Eat Local New York Podcast.